0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Some good news for Oregon football on the recruiting trail. Dan Lanning just landed another massive recruit in the 2024 class, and we're going to be breaking it down on today's episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Just in case you're new here, I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to tune in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast whether you're listening on podcast or watching on YouTube at Oregon football, Max Taurus excited to have you guys along for another episode of the pod. Before we get into today's episode, do me a favor, hit those like and subscribe buttons to support the channel and hit that notification bell to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes of the podcast or future YouTube videos, talking to Oregon football and Oregon football recruiting. So big breaking news uh, today. Friday, July 7th, Dylan Williams, 2024 Long Beach Poly linebacker has announced his commitment to the Oregon Ducks, a huge recruiting win for Dan Lanning, Tosh Lepoy, and the rest of this Oregon coaching staff. And let's be honest, Oregon was in really desperate need, maybe not desperate, but Oregon needed some good news. Uh, On Friday, after missing out on South Point Catholic five-star edge rusher, Elijah Rushing, who committed to Jed Fish in the Arizona Wildcats. And Dylan Williams has been one of Oregon's priority targets here in the 2024 class, you know, for a really long time. He decommitted from USC back in the fall. And I really thought that Oregon led. Uh, since that decommitment, once he opened things back up, I believe he opened things up on the heels of a visit to Oregon, if memory serves. So that's kind of how things have, you know, for the most part worked in, in my experience covering Oregon on the recruiting trail. If a guy's committed somewhere else and then he decommits after a, a visit to Oregon, Oregon's usually in the lead. Look at Johnny Bowens in the 2023 class. That is a perfect example Texas A&M commit, visits Oregon in the spring, opens things back up, ends up in Eugene. Um, so that's just one example. But what we're going to be doing on today's episode, we're going to be breaking this commitment down, talking about what it means for Oregon, going to get in a little bit of a film breakdown for Dylan Williams, the newest Oregon Duck commit in the 2024 class, and then talk about what's next because recruiting never stops and we are in the thick. Of commitment season with uh, a couple of big targets also set to announce their commitments uh, in the coming days and weeks as July rolls on. We're in a dead period. Recruits can't take visits, but they are making their commitments and there is news all over the place. So Dylan Williams chooses Oregon and he did so from a top five that consisted of Oregon, Michigan State, Washington, UCLA, and Miami. So Oregon had to go against some pretty big name programs to get this one done. Um, And honestly, Michigan state made a huge push in this recruitment, a huge push in this recruitment. Um, They were one of uh, a number of schools that got official visits from the Long Beach Poly linebacker. Uh, Dylan Williams took official visits out to, UCLA, Michigan State, Oregon, and I want to say Washington as well. Uh, I think that there were reports that he was going to visit um, Miami, uh, Miami, uh, Texas, and Michigan, but I don't believe those trips materialized. Um, I'll have to double check social media to see, but I know he visited Oregon. I know he visited Michigan State. I know he visited UCLA for sure, Um, and really, it was Oregon. I was hearing a lot of UCLA buzz uh, in the past week or so. And then, you know, on Thursday, uh, I woke up to, uh, and a lot of Oregon fans woke up to crystal ball predictions from uh, a couple of Michigan State insiders over on Spartan Tailgate, the 247 Sports Michigan State uh, site. So that kind of just legitimizes to a degree that uh, Michigan State's making a really strong push. And, you know, I was making some calls, talking to sources uh, close to the recruitment on, on Thursday and uh, Michigan state w- was a real threat. Um, and this is just a, a big win for, for Oregon to, to hang, you know, maybe not hang on cause he, he wasn't committed, but you know, Oregon has long been viewed as had long been viewed as the front runner for Dylan Williams and to, to have UCLA make their push to have Michigan state make their push and Oregon still, uh, ended up winning out in this recruitment is, is a tremendous recruiting win for Dan Lennie and this staff. Um, it, we, we can talk about a couple of different things. Let's talk about the SoCal pipeline. Um, you know, I'm out here in Southern California. I've gotten to see Dylan Williams quite a few times, you know, see him cover him in person. Um, you know, awesome kid, uh, well-spoken guy got a great head on his shoulders. Um, and, and, you know, he, he took this recruiting process, relatively slowly. You know, I talked to him last at the Long Beach Polity Showcase and in, in May, and he was saying, you know, I'm gonna I'm taking this process slowly. I'm not closing my options off at all. And, and I'm gonna make this commitment when it feels right. Um but he said that you know Oregon, I love I love everything about Oregon, you know, everything is great up there. Uh Oregon might be uh, a top three school might be the top school. Uh that was back in May, like I mentioned, but that just goes to show you that Oregon ha- had really been surging in this recruitment. So the Southern California pipeline Uh, Gets another duck in the fold uh, with Dylan Williams uh, joining guys like Dylan Gresham, the San Jacinto wide receiver commit for Oregon, Jack Ressler, the modern day wide receiver commit um, here in in Oregon's um, 2024 recruiting class. So he, he's a a big addition and you want to keep. And then Jordan Anderson from, from Newport Harbor, another wide receiver that's committed to junior Adams and the ducks here in the 2024 class uh, as the ducks continue to go to Southern California, you know, one of the, the talent hotbed on the West coast and get top guys. Um, Now um, what else can we talk about? I mean, this is, this is a huge get for the ducks because long beach poly is one of the best programs in the country. Certainly one of the best in Southern California, they signed cornerback Dalen Austin out of long beach poly in the 23 class. So I bet that was part of the appeal for Dylan Williams teaming up with Dalen Austin. Again, uh, in college at the next level. Um, and Dylan Williams is, is really that, that kind of linebacker that Dan Lanning really wanted to add in this uh, 2024 recruiting class. You know, one of those guys that can help take you to the next level, take your defense to the next level and, um, you know, definitely continue establishing Oregon as a recruiting power in the Pac-12, as a recruiting power nationally. Uh, a little rundown on Dylan Williams. If you don't already know, I'm looking at his 247 profile listed at six, two and a half. 210 pounds rated a four-star prospect 0.9297 on the 247 sports composite number 181 player nationally number 17 linebacker and the number 17 prospect in california and uh you know this was a guy who got a lot of big offers during uh his recruitment 31 reported scholarship offers uh throughout his uh his high school career and you know he's going into his uh senior season so Maybe more schools will come in, but but really the the timeline with Dylan Williams, you know he decommitted from from USC, like I said, Oregon was really thought to be the leader. And then I think it was around January or February. just everybody was coming in. Michigan State was coming in, Alabama was coming in, Miami was coming in, uh, more SEC programs, uh, Texas. I remember I was I was talking to him, um, you know as all this was happening, and you know he wasn't necessarily surprised, but um I think that was part of the reason that. You know, he waited as long as he did to ultimately hop in the fold. And I'm sure you know the staff had something to do with the timing of all of it. Cause like I mentioned, you miss on Elijah Rushing, but you have Dylan Williams uh announce on on Friday, and and that's definitely some very positive recruiting momentum in the 2024 class. Uh Oregon's 2024 class now moves to number seven nationally according to the two four seven sports rankings. Um you know, popping in the uh, class calculator, you know, they take a little bit to to update, but uh, passing Penn state moving from eight to number seven, still chasing USC, the top class in the PAC 12 right now. Um, but you know, you're heading in the right direction and that's all you can really ask for. Uh, USC currently has the number five class in the country at 17 commits and Oregon has 19 commits in this 2024 class. So they are doing very well for themselves and Dylan Williams, checks a major box, fills a major position of need. Oregon only signed one high school linebacker in the 2023 recruiting class and Jerry Mixon out of uh, Sacred Heart Cathedral in San Francisco, California. So you, you add him, and then you also go to the portal to get Justin Jacobs. He's probably only going to be there a year. Connor Soley, uh, also in the portal from Arizona State. So you needed to add linebackers after only signing one high school guy uh, in the last cycle. And, um, Tilden Williams is super impressive on tape. So let's use that to segue into a little bit of film breakdown of Oregon's newest commit.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed.
1: All right. If you're on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus, you're watching the film breakdown here for Dylan Williams, 2024 Oregon linebacker commit. Um, Dylan Williams was was dominant uh, all last year. You know, he he just every week he always shows up and, and makes big plays. I think you know one of the things that stands out the most to me about Dylan Williams on tape is his athleticism and his explosiveness. You want those guys that are not only going to deliver the big hits, but they're going to, you know, take on that contact and explode through that contact. And you see Dylan Williams doing that, whether he's um, utilizing his skill set in the pass rush, whether he's making, a, you know, a play in the backfield as a uh, as a disruptor in in the run game. I just feel like he is a very well-rounded linebacker that is going to be able to do a lot of different things for Oregon. Inside linebacker depth has not been strong. Uh, for a little while now at Oregon I mean Noah Sewell was was a good linebacker but you know he did take a step back in the 2022 season and I think that his um you know his his uh, lack of uh, consistent pass coverage definitely was the main knock on him um, so the, the bar was set high for Oregon when it comes to recruiting linebackers you know Justin Flo is at Arizona now and he didn't pan out but you know those are two of the highest rated linebackers that Oregon's ever gotten so you know that Dan Lane only wants to exceed that standard and keep bringing in game-changing talent. And I think that's definitely what Dylan Williams is. He has a really good feel for the game. You see over and over again on tape, he's in the right place at the right time. Uh, he's got that high football IQ. He's coming from a program, one of the most prestigious programs uh, in high school football history. I think that I saw something that said Long Beach Poly has the most NFL players of any high school in the country. Um, maybe that story is a little bit old, but you know Deshaun Jackson came from uh, long beach poly that's the the most notable guy uh, that I'm aware of um, and then you see the closing speed by, by Dylan Williams just you know that the athleticism and the agility and the mobility uh, you know it's 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 just so many strengths and so many positive traits uh, to his game and you know I'll admit that I'm trying to get better at you know evals and here you see him in pass coverage with a great play in the end zone uh, breaking up that pass but I am trying to find more, you know, weaknesses on guys, but you know, you see him making the play there, batting down a pass. Um, I was talking earlier about his agility and just his ability, you know, some of the people that I've talked to about Dylan Williams, you're just talking about his, his ability to play sideline to sideline, you know, that is so important, not only in today's college football, but just in terms of filling a need for Oregon, you know, I, like I was saying last season, Oregon's pass coverage by their linebackers was a, was a major liability. And Dan Lanning with this addition, Tosh Lapoy with this addition, they're showing that they don't want that, that that is a very clear need that they are addressing with Dylan Williams. So um, he's a guy that doesn't necessarily have just one thing that he does really well, but does a couple of different things really well. Um, And I think that there's that discussion, you know, do you want a guy who does one thing really well, or who does a a couple of different things pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, But this is, this is an elite addition for Dan Lanning and you know I talked about coming from Pauly uh him being very well coached as a linebacker I I think that he's probably going to uh be a guy that can see the field sooner than later once he gets to Oregon you know I'm not saying he's going to be a freshman starter but I, I would not be surprised um not only because of the you know the the lack of depth uh, at, at inside linebacker, but just because of his potential, the skill set that he has, the production that he's had at the high school level, I would not be surprised if he is heavily in the mix, you know, rotation guy that you see every week uh, at Oregon. So Dylan Williams is, is is a tremendous add for Dan Lanning and Oregon here in the 2024 class. Um, it was a guy that you kind of thought they were going to land at, at some point. Um, and you know, here we are in, in early July and, and Dylan Williams is hopping in the fold. Um, I mean, I can pretty much say that it's going to be a guy that they are going to have to battle to hang on to. You could probably say that for a number of commits in this Oregon class, looking at, uh, Jaquan McRoy, the offensive tackle out of Alabama, people aren't going to stop recruiting that guy just because he committed to Oregon. And, uh, you know, in the weeks leading up to Dylan Williams, decision, uh, to commit to Oregon, there was some chatter that he was going to take a visit out to USC, uh, later this summer. And, you know, that Lincoln Riley and his staff would love nothing more than to, you know, flip him now that he's committed to Oregon and, you know, get one of their top commits back in the fold. Um, you know, they are absolutely popping off in this 2024 class. And um, we're, we're going to continue to see these landing versus Riley recruiting battles for years to come. So what else can we say about Dylan Williams? I mean, we talked about the SoCal pipeline. I think it's just another example of how this Oregon staff is making pipelines into some of the best programs in the country. Um, you know, they, they've definitely made a pipeline into St. John Bosco. Um, I'm not sure they're going to land anybody from Bosco in the 24 class after signing Mateo Uyunglele in the 2023 class. Um, I, I kind of thought for a while they were going to stay involved with Peyton Woodyard, but I don't really know. I mean, right right now he's committed to Georgia. And if I were to say, if I were to predict him to go to any other school, I think it would be USC. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of time between now and December. So if I had to pick a guy from St. John Bosco that Oregon would stay involved with, it would definitely be Peyton Woodyard, um, 2024 Georgia safety commit. He is a dude for sure. Um, So you got Bosco and then you got modern day. You got Jack Ressler in the fold in the 2024 class. Uh, You got Lipe Moala in the 2023 class. Oregon's also recruiting Brandon Baker and Nate Frazier and, aiden breland all of those guys super super high priority targets in the 24 class aiden breland's a you know number one player according to 247 sports in california number two defensive lineman uh nate frazier is one of the top backs in the country probably the top back on the west coast oregon's in a very heavy very intense battle uh with georgia right now alabama's also in the mix with nate frazier and then brandon baker it's you know looking like oregon um is still in the lead. You know, I think they're the team that leads, but Texas is is staying heavily involved with Brandon Baker uh, as he kind of makes his way through the recruiting process. So those are some, some very impressive schools that you want to be making your pipelines to, at least if you're just looking at, you know, my neck of the woods here in Southern California, but those are the schools that you want to be making pipelines to make no mistake about it. Um, Now we got to look at what's next, you know, because now that uh, Dylan Williams is in the fold, Um, I think that uh, you know, he's kind of a a crucial piece to maybe what's coming next for Oregon. Um, right now, um, right now we are um, we're turning our attention to Kamar Matuti, the 2024 Los Alamitos linebacker. Uh, is set to make his decision. Now it looks like the updated date is July 11th. Uh, and he is looking at schools like Oregon, Michigan State, uh, and, and Washington, and Utah, and Texas. Um, so Oregon is is still very much in the mix with Kamara Matuti. And the reason that I think this Dylan Williams commitment is important is because Dylan Williams and Kamara Matuti are good friends. They play seven on seven ball together with Premium Sports. So I think that the the possibility of the idea of teaming up at, uh, at the college level definitely carries some weight for Kamar Matuti. I felt very good about my pick for Oregon when I made it back in March. Um, but it looks like, um, it looks like uh, Michigan state is also making a, a very strong push for Kamar Matuti. They got an official visit from, from him. Washington also got an official visit. I believe Utah got an official visit. Um, so I still think that, uh, uh, that that Oregon's going to be the team to beat for Kamar Matuti. And I'm feeling good about that, especially now that Dylan Williams is in the fold. I, I kind of feel like they're going to be a package deal. Um, I don't know if neither of them have said that, but just talking about how their friends, previous connections, what have you, I think that it's um, it's looking like uh, you know Dylan Williams' commitment to Oregon could only aid Kamar Matuti, uh, Oregon's chances with Kamar Matuti, I should say. Um, so that is going to be a development that you have to watch and then now looking forward at the linebacker picture Justin Williams is still a big name on the board for Oregon Ducks are in a very tight battle with Georgia for uh, for Justin Williams the five-star linebacker out of uh, Conroe Texas Oak Ridge High School his teammate um, another Oregon target Joseph Jonah Ajonye big time defensive lineman out of Oak Ridge. He just announced his commitment to Georgia on Thursday night. So that's going to be a feather in Georgia's cap, trying to get those guys to team up again uh, in Athens. But Justin Williams is definitely the next name that you have to watch at linebacker for Oregon here in the 2024 class. He doesn't have a commitment date right now, but it looks like all the signs are pointing to Georgia, Oregon battle. Um, then you also have Braden Platt out of Yelm, Washington. He's been a big name that Oregon's been recruiting heavily in this 2024 class. He's eyeing a commitment uh, on September 4th, I believe. So Oregon is, uh, Oregon, those are kind of the names you have to know when you're looking at the uh, linebacker picture um, for the Ducks here in the 2024 recruiting class. Just a second. Um, let's see what else we have here. Uh, Preston Tamua, the offensive lineman out of Hawaii, is another big name uh, that we're going to continue to track. He's announcing his college commitment on um, on July sixteenth, and uh, he just recently got crystal balled from Oregon to Nebraska. Now Blaring Gulo of two four seven switching um, one of his um, one of his uh, previous picks for uh for oregon um now moving that to nebraska it's oregon nebraska alabama auburn and arizona i believe are his top five so uh the ducks are gonna continue pushing for preston tamua uh definitely would be would be interesting if they're if they do miss out on him seeing that elite terry you know coached at hawaii and has good connections in that state uh assuming they have a really good relationship but uh that's kind of the latest that we're tracking right now for oregon huge commitment coming on Friday for Dylan, for uh, Oregon, picking up 2024 Long Beach Poly linebacker, Dylan Williams. He's going to be a Doug. He's going to play his college football in Eugene. So uh, that is going to be a, that is a huge, huge addition for Dan Lanning, a statement on the recruiting trail here in 2024. Just a note to wind down the pod here. I'm going to be heading, uh, heading out of the country. So um, I'm going to try my best to keep you guys updated with recruiting. Uh, and news and everything. Uh, but also want to enjoy the vacation. So hard to find the right time to take a vacation in this industry. But uh, yeah, you guys got to make sure you tap in with me, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at mTaurusSports and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Oregon Football Max Uh And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast.